Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by Harry Glimberg of Harry Glimberg Jewelers, based out of Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Harry is not only provided for his community, but Milwaukee as well. For two decades, he's been providing quality and care, so much so his clientele includes some of the biggest names, names like Justin Bieber, Boys to Men. Even Milwaukee's very own Giannis Antetokounmpo. But I'm blessed and honored to have him in front of me. So without further ado, how you doing, Harry? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, boy. Uh, how you been? Good, good. Everything going well. You? Yeah, you got that ice on the on the table, man. Yeah, waiting for a little delivery. So <laughs> says, shine. Yeah, man. And that watch. Don't worry, guys. Um, I might come up after this interview if Harry feels nice, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. So how's business going? Good. No complaints. You know, everything going well. All right. That's cool. That's cool. All right, Harry. Um, Where did you grow up? I grew up here in Milwaukee. Um, Young, young. I was in, I grew up in like Fox Point. Mm -hmm. Parents got divorced. Mm -hmm. And uh, probably when I was eight, I moved out to Northridge Lakes. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I kind of grew up there. Yeah. Went to King. Yeah, and uh, King, what year you graduated? Actually, I went to King for two years, and two then years? Uh, I transferred to Vincent. Wow. <laughs> so, Man. yeah, I graduated from Vincent. <laughs> Light skin all day. <laughs> How was that there? I was not, you know, back then, I was 88, so. Yeah. So good? Just yeah. graduated? And- yep, graduated. Wasn't quite sure what I want to do. So at that point, uh, you know, actually, I graduated a half year late. I went from King to Vincent. And then the credits then transferred? Nah, you know, it was less credits at Vincent, but too much goofing around. Okay, gotcha. Actually, I had to graduate January of 89. (laughs) Wow. That's when I was born, January 16th. (laughs) So I was in the senior with some of these freshman kids, and it was like, well, whatever. Had to do whatever I had to do. And then I graduated, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I always liked jewelry. I decided to go out to GIA yeah. in California, Gemological Institute, and, and I did quite well there. Versus yeah. high school, I was skipping class, doing dumb stuff. Oh, for sure. There, though, it was like something I liked, so I was able to focus a lot. Yeah. What was your upbringing like as far as? Like I say, when I was eight, my parents divorced. So, I mean, my dad was still around, kind of, but... Uh, Raised by my mom, Northridge. It was a different time back then, you know, than it yeah. was now. But, you know, I felt like it was a pretty normal, normal childhood. Yeah. I, um, yeah, about 13 when um, my sister's dad ended up leaving, but my mom, she did the best. You've met my yeah, mom before, sure. honey. I mean, you're you're married to my cousin. Yep. yep um, so family. shout out to Letty. <laughs> there um, you go. <laughs> uh, Leslie as well. Um, go check her out. She's a realtor. Leslie yep. Ferris. <laughs> and her husband works here. Yeah, good old Shaddy. Shaddy ain't here today. He's here. He's probably oh, he's been hiding camera shy. No. Camera shy. <laughs> That's what's up. But I got love for you guys. And, you know, um, the upbringing, you know, when I went through that, it was a bit tough. But, you know, I handled it the best way I could. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, it's all you know, really. Yeah. <laughs> what hobbies were you into growing up? You know, 
man, I didn't really have too much crazy hobby. You know, we used to just hang out, do whatever kid stuff in the neighborhood. Um, I mean, I never, I mean, I like sports, like yeah. watching football or some of these games, but I never really um, was into it too much. I don't know. We just used to hang out, do, yeah. do whatever. <laughs> Video <laughs> games back then, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, um, man, I, like the the time of my upbringing, it was like we had a little taste of everything. So like, like 95, 94, it was being outside, big wheels and on the block, ghosts in the graveyard. And then like right around 98, 99, it was, then they start, Apple started getting big with their Mac computers. Okay. Yeah. And they, they had the color to them. And we just went through the technology from when I was a kid to then it was just like we had a little taste of everything. Um, but I no, I'm back in the 70s, so there wasn't Look at no, dude. <laughs> there wasn't no computer, nothing back then. It was disco, huh? <laughs> disco smooth. <laughs> no, 70s, I was, you know, young, young. Young, young, yeah. How did you get into uh, becoming a jeweler? You know, like I say, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do, and, and one of my dad's friends gave me the idea. He was always dibbling, dabbling in a little wholesale, you know, buy and sell. Yeah. So I just figured, you know what, it's worth a try. I like it. Let me go out there. And, and I did really well, you know. Was, yeah. That was to be a gemologist. So you don't need to be a gemologist to be a jeweler, but it certainly helps, you know, mm -hmm. grading diamonds and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, I also took manufacturing arts, which so you learn how to make it. So yeah. all the things, not that I really wanted to be a jeweler to sit there making it, yeah. but at least know what can be done, what can't be done, how to do it. And Well, that's the best thing. I mean, going into business, you kind of want to be able to scale everything. And, you know, that that's just a different avenue of how to bring a source of income in. I mean, so you do it all from your shop. Yeah, for the shop, we do it all. Me personally, you probably don't want me... You know, you got to yeah. be sitting there doing it like, you know, me sitting there making it. But yeah, we do have goldsmiths that do it all. So start to finish. Man. Um, how was your education for going to school? Say that again. Gym? But, yeah. GIA is what it's called. Gemological Institute. So that's a college. Just it's more like a, a specialty school instead of going to a regular college where you may have a few classes a week. Yeah. This is literally like Monday through Friday, eight to three. You know, just doing that. Oh wow! So it's pretty quick. You know, it's like a six-month program. Yeah. To be a like a gemologist, mm -hmm. and then another six months to be a jeweler. Um, you know, Los Angeles, uh, actually Santa Monica, California is where it was when I went. Man, that must have been an exciting. Now, time. now it's Carlsbad, but there's only there or yeah. New York. That's yeah, okay. to do it in person. You can do like kind of home study type things. That usually takes longer, but yeah, I went out there figured just. Let's try it. Were there ever moments where you were just like pulling out your hair and ready to? You know, like I say, not for me, you know, it was it was just nice to go to out there, go to school. Mm -hmm. I, most kids that were there, yeah. usually it's like me sending my kid there. They're already in the business, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mine was a little different since I really didn't even have, um, I never even worked in the jewelry store before I went. Yeah. So it was like a different situation, but I just like school. Obviously, you know, you're not fully grown up yet. You're in school, having fun, California. Oh, for sure. Parents footing the bill, you know. Man, so. <laughs> I'll tell you, right after I graduated, my head was, um, my dad wanted me to go into the Navy. And um, 
I, I moved out to New York, but it was straight to to party. Okay. <laughs> it, I did not. I'm like, dude, that's where my head was at. I, I wish I would have made better decisions, but, hey, that's a part of being young, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we all do. Uh, so the young ones need to hey, stop man, now. Save man. yourself some time. I got this platform set up <laughs> trying to show them, like, look, man, if you really, if you really, t- t- you know, focus in and, and do what you got to do, Look how successful you are. I've always looked up to you. You know what I mean? Like seeing you with this business is it's crazy. So the names, I, I look around the room and you got you got all these jerseys signed. You got you've met like the way you've networked with people throughout the years. It's just I said Justin Bieber. I remember um what year did you actually when did what year did you meet him? Well, usually like boys to men. I'm very tight with them. Yeah. Those yeah. guys came through like Sam Cassell, actually, yeah. Sean Stockman. And um his tour manager was now tour managing Bieber. So yeah. Bieber's DJ, Tay James, he bought some stuff. Okay. Um then the deal was in Chicago when they come, I'll come down there, bring some stuff, hopefully sell them some stuff. And obviously that went well and we sold them a few times. Yeah. But it's always word of mouth. It's always just trying to take care of one and it just moves. It spreads. So yeah. maybe from Bieber, Post Malone bought some stuff. That's great. You know, it just keeps going. I, I, I The one thing I've loved about doing these uh, these interviews is like that's usually how I go to my next ones because usually in the interview people mention others and it's like word of mouth kind of like yep. what you're doing but man the people I've been able to like speak to um, I recently zeroed in and got the interview with Philly Flyboy so uh, but just the names even on a local level um, there's a there's a cat named Space Crime oh. and he's from Milwaukee and. He's a producer, so I'm I'm looking for. But going off of what you were saying, as far as uh, you know, just um, meeting people and word of mouth, and that's how you get your business across. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. Where, like where where this is taking you. I I think it's cool that you get to. I mean, you travel travel yep. a lot, don't you? You know, I try to do less now because today you can do picture, FedEx, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can do different things to um, ship stuff. But, uh, yeah, you still sometimes got to go out and see these guys. Yeah. Um, or sometimes athletes, when they come to Milwaukee, try to get them in here. That makes makes it a little easier. Yeah. Um, when did you when did you found Harry Glimberg Jewelers? 1998. So Good old Elway was a quarterback <laughs> that year. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's when I bought the store. But for a few years before that, I worked here. Oh, okay. When I did graduate GI, it was like I was overqualified for most regular jewelry store jobs. So it wasn't even easy to get one. And this place was a different jewelry store. And I was able to get a job here as the manager. You know, it was like... 1992 or you know i'm young i don't even know half the stuff i'm doing (laughs) but then you know it was manager and a nice little office and i worked here for five years and the other owner retired it was just the right place at the right time and i was able to work out some kind of deal and i bought the store and and never left since man man just stood in place he's like this is home nice well, I'm, I, you know, I didn't, one thing I didn't notice is that we're in this conference room and I didn't know that glass behind me, you were able to see through it. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> Man, look at Dewey. He's like, hey, lock the door. <laughs> they ain't getting in here. And that's a heavy door too. Yeah. But, um, 
No, you got to be, especially with jewelry, unfortunately. Oh, for sure. You got to be careful, so. Well, you're, I mean, you're, you're pretty uh, solid on the security. Yeah, no, we had, we had problems before. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another story. In 06, we had attempted armed robbery. So ever since then, we had to get an armed guard. Wow. Yeah. Man, and the bars didn't do nothing? How did, man. man. Bars didn't do nothing. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Leslie was working here at the time, so. Oh, I think my after, God. Uh, Shaddy was off, so it, it wasn't fun, but, you know, it actually worked out where, mm-hmm. I mean. Everyone was safe. Everyone was safe. Yep. They didn't get away with anything. and Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The tales of, man, <laughs> Harry Glimberg. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. You you've built a lot of success. How how do you how would you say that you acquired so much success through through becoming the jeweler since the since ninety eight? Yeah, I mean basically it strips down to just treating people right, being fair, trying to give good service, good pricing, be honest, and it just kind of falls into place. It really is word of mouth. I'm on the third floor of a bank building. It's kind of hard to find even if you know where you're going. Yeah. But, yeah, we get people coming from all over. Kudos to you, man. <laughs> it's like it goes to show if you have that right quality to you and people believe and, you know, they trust your name. Yeah. Your name is highly known. I mean, I had somebody I went to high school with um, over the post. Um Say, oh, we got our our wedding bands from yeah. from Harry, and it, it was pretty cool to see. It's because I haven't seen that girl since um, high school, but um, man, no, we just tried to do a lot, you know, back then. I mean, everything, passing out cards, even with these athletes. When I way back in the day, Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, I used to get buck seats right behind the bench. Try to give the injured players cards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it took a minute, but, you know, once one is in, then two, then three. Well, the, your seats now are behind the hoop. Yeah, now we get up right there. Hey. So I'm trying to do business. I'm, I'm I, And I'm waiting. I want to go to a couple games this year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, a couple. I've never, I've never asked formally, but <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Officially, huh? Uh, but that's cool. What inspired your work ethic? You know, just finding that what I love to do. So I really do like what I do. I don't really look at it like work and the job, you know? Were there any type of mentors that you had um, through this journey? I kind of started on my own, even though, like I said, my dad kind of dibbled a little bit. So I kind of always liked that that jewelry kind of little hustle, buy something, resell it, make something. Yeah. So that kind of just fueled it to... um, Watches I really genuinely like, so I do buy and sell a lot of Rolex watches. Oh wow! Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, that just probably fueled it itself. I'm still stuck at Walmart, bro. <laughs> I got hey, yeah, got my all good. Eight ninety nine, yeah. <laughs> hey, when I get there one day, you know what I mean. I'll I'll get me one where we, me and my wife, step out of. Yeah, baby, <laughs> show it off. Show it off. That day will come though. Yeah. Wow. You know, you say word of mouth and, and you've networked with so many, so many people. Yeah. What are some of the favorite people that you've, you basically made jewelry for? I mean, we try to, it. we like everybody, you know, anybody that's a customer, but um, mm-hmm. some of the long-term ones, like even Joel Prisabilla, I don't know if you remember that name. Yeah, yeah. He's still a customer. You know, a lot of times 
most of these guys spend money when they're young, making yep. a lot of money. And as they get older, they usually buy less. But, you know, Joel still to this day, every Damn. year, you know, he's buying stuff for his wife. And, I mean, Deontay Wilder is a really good friend of mine. He's a good customer. I'll be he, heading out to his fight. <laughs> I was just about to say he got a fight this weekend. Yeah, he? he's got a fight this weekend. So I'll be out there. Oh, Harry, dog. Harry, dog. It's crazy to me, man. Um, man, I would not want to be hit by that guy. No, no, he punches hard. And oh. Yeah, I've seen him in some of them sparring sessions. It's like man. when you're in a little room like this and he just hits that bag, it's crazy. It's scary. It's scary. Tyson Fury just said he's going to knock out the dude he's facing because he's like his punch is unmatched. And it's like, holy cow. And that whole saga between those two man that's yeah, awesome that was a war i'm sure he'll be yeah. back oh for yeah. sure he will i believe that he has yeah, to no, man definitely and and tyson better he better honor that fight because you know everyone want to see that i mean it's a clash of titans right there but dante wilder holy cow yeah. what other big names have you um you know sold to i mean yeah Giannis, obviously middleton those guys are big from around here cash i mean beaver that doesn't yeah. get much bigger than that. Yeah. So you met him when he was young, and then you yeah, you've kept young. the relationship. Yeah, we do a few things. You know, it's hard because I'm in Milwaukee, so I I can't get him in here as much. But and everybody's pulling at him. But yeah, we we've seen him here a couple of times. I had to fly out to Philly, maybe at a show he was doing. Yeah. Um. What other names? Man, there's so many of these ball players through the years. <laughs> Definitely, the Bucks have been have been. Yeah, a, usually a that's a nice home base, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I say, I've been courtside for twenty years, and and we try to, you know, it's fun. You could take a customer there, but we're also trying to do a little bit of business. business. Yeah, for sure. A couple looks here and there, <laughs> show them something. That's right. I'm about to put. I want to put that one on, dog. Uh, that one. <laughs> Dude, it's just shiny. Yeah, put it on. Oh my gosh, I won't put it on, but. Look at this. Look at I know I got a pretty nice smile, but ting. <laughs> oh man. You know, and we obviously we we do regular people as well, you know. Could I see that chain? Sure. Yeah, those have been popular, those diamond Cuban chains. Cuban. Cuban link. I used to listen to the artist Cuban Link <laughs> back when Big Pun was around. But I didn't know it was a necklace. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, that's that's beautiful. Holy cow. What's the most expensive piece you've ever worked on? You know, man, I mean, we obviously have customers that spent over a million dollars, you know? Oh, that's for a, sure. That's a big number. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they get up there. We do try to work deals, so I do try to discount some stuff. So we typically don't sell it full retail. We'll try to work close. Give some kind of deal because obviously there's a million jewelers between me and where a lot of these guys live. Yeah. So we kind of try to do something special Work for it them out. price yeah. wise. Yeah. I mean, when you're spending that high, I mean, as a business owner, you do want to give back a little bit, you know, but um, that's great. When I see pieces like that, and especially when I walked in and I'm seeing all that like ting, ting, the glare, the, the, just the, the right angle with the light, and damn, it's just like people buy. Do they buy in bulks or do they usually just piece out of time? You know, still the majority of customers are typical engagement rings, earrings, right? You know, this yeah. crazy fancy stuff, mm -hmm. whatever. That's here and there. But 
still the majority is just regular everyday jewelry, tennis bracelets, necklaces, yeah, engagement rings. Mm-hmm. What's um? What are some highlights of your career in full since you began? Well, I mean, it definitely has its perks, you know, being able to have these kind of clients and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fun. You're mingling with these kind of people and usually it's always going to be positive. Yeah. If they're negative to me, they're probably going to get a negative price. So (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense for them to be nice. You better be nice. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, something like my daughter, you know, is in the wheelchair, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but, you know, she's a happy girl, but... Like Giannis will make a video wishing her happy birthday. You know, those, those are some nice perks yeah. and stuff like that. For sure. Or maybe he gave my kid the jersey. You know, he went yeah. crazy. Man. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> but that, you know what I mean? And I love the one thing I love about the box is how, like, community-oriented they are, um, especially Giannis. You know, Giannis got a big, big heart. Um, you're about to be on – aren't you going to be on a show on Netflix? No, I did a, some kind of dropping cash show, maybe. With, okay, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, that was okay. with, uh, that was actually with DJ uh, Bieber's DJ Tay James. Okay, it got was you. Episode dropping cash that so he had me come out there. Oh, I did a couple things. How did you feel? How did that feel? I mean, no, it was nice. You know, I've done it before, like with Wilder. He was his wife. She they were on like Wags of Atlanta. So yeah. back then, a few years ago, he had me come out there bring some jewelry and for one of the episodes he was buying her some jewelry so yeah. we did it a couple of times you did a, you also did a there was an article written on you where you you're on the front and what what was that for ESPN maybe. ESPN yeah, that's that what was it a was. nice article man bro like how did that feel when you got interviewed for them yeah that was nice cuz that's a big magazine mm-hmm. um yeah we back then we had a certain publicist and came across the ESPN was doing a story on athletes and ice and they came, shot a photos, and did an interview. So that was a nice one. Oh, man. Well, kudos to you, bro, because you <laughs> you still climbing the ladder. Like, it don't stop, like, with you. It's like there's always some bigger, better that you're doing. You're, you're, um, you sponsor the, the Pettises. Yep, Pettis yeah. are good guys. We got to get them on your show. Hey, man, um, I'm Nancy. looking for Sergio. Yeah, Sergio. I'm looking come. for Sergio. He'll come probably. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that's crazy. You know, that's awesome. It's like these are the stories you get, you know, and your kids know. You know, they're growing up, but how, the interactions and just it's cool. Yeah, See, no, it's definitely fun. Matter of fact, Pettis is – he was just here the other day. He's got something coming, I think, next month. Here. Yeah, there, uh, another uh, tournament. I think yeah. A tournament. Another yeah. Another fight here. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, check that out. Milwaukee's very young, Pettis. Um, but that's cool, man. I love it. Walk th- walk me through a normal day at the shop. You know, um, we're here on the third floor. So again, we're across the street from Mayfair. Uh, pretty normal shop. You do got to get buzzed in. I mean, anyone's welcome to come. But uh, we get here in the morning, put all the jewelry. You know, every night we got to lock everything up in the safes. And every, yep. every night, every morning, we got to put it all back out. Um, and you just never know. Who's coming, you know? Yeah. So we're here. We got a nice crew. My mom, actually, she still works here. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, doesn't do too much work, but, you know, she's here a few days a week. Shaddy, my brother-in-law, he's a manager. I love Shaddy. Yep. Shaddy, I remember one time I, I bought a moped from China <laughs> for $800 with, um, with some money I saved up, and it broke down on 13th and Rawson. 
and him and Mario came to try and fix it. But it was hilarious watching those two just trying to figure out like how to get it started up again. It didn't start up uh -oh. again. It had to be told. I'd like, I, man, it was great paying two dollars for gas. Yeah, but different than today. But it messing up at least two three times a month. It was like, no, nah, I got rid of it. But yeah. Shaddy, I love Shaddy. He's awesome. Nah, he's a good guy. So yeah, he's here. So if I'm not here, I mean, it's kind of like me being here. Then we got another girl, Jenny and Louie, and mm -hmm. then we got our armed guard here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's pretty chill. People come in. We help them design stuff, make stuff, deliver. Yeah. Um, we have a goldsmith that we do stuff right here, so we can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Is it true you're the largest jeweler in Milwaukee? I mean, it's hard to measure, hard to yeah. prove right or wrong, right? Yeah. But I'm sure we got to be one of them, if not the one. So, I mean, sure. we, yeah, especially being in business almost 25 years. Yeah. I mean, we do pretty well, thank God. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, how do you choose what you, I mean, I mean, you do custom, but yeah. like as far as the other jewelry, how do you choose what comes into your shop? So we try to specialize in having a nice inventory. So it's not like you yeah. go somewhere and they don't have anything to show you. I mean, we try to have a pretty big inventory and we really look for value type pieces Mm -hmm. You know, um, again, we can make it. Sometimes it is, you can get a better price on stuff that's already made yeah. because we're just buying in bulk or something like that. Um, but we just try to pick, you know, nice quality stuff, current styles, um, things that make her smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think sets you apart from others, other jewelers? Well, like I said, we do try to have a bigger inventory of nicer stuff. Yep. Not low end, you know, low quality type stuff. We try to emphasize on, on nicer quality jewelry. We do try to work close in price. So I will rather do multiple deals, yeah. make less on each one than just try to knock it out the park with one. And being that most of my business is word of mouth, only way it kind of works is if you're happy then you're telling someone, and then they're happy, and it's spreading. Yeah. So really, I mean, we definitely just try to to give the best pricing possible. And you're dealing with the owner or, you know, someone who yeah. is very close. We don't have, like, three crews. We don't have crazy high-rent mortgage in the mall where we're paying fees. Yeah. So we really try to pass those savings on to the customer. Yeah. Does your son do the jewelry still or? Yeah, I mean, I have three kids. So yeah. one, 24, and then I have the little guy. We even had a, also, a real watch kid. Sometimes he, okay. Might, okay. he used to be out doing commercials. But my oldest, you know, we'll see. He was working here. He's right now trying to, like, he's working with a friend of mine out in New York, but he's trying, you know, he's still in the business. Yeah. So we'll see how it's going to play out. You know, man, it's the journey, bro. And I mean, it. I'm not going to lie, it, it's some pressure to live in the shoes, you, you know, you got some pretty big shoes on as far as making your mark. So. It can be easier, you know, hopefully, I mean, he's doing good, you know, he's still doing it, so he's selling mostly watches. Yeah. So everything he's learning there is not going to hurt, it's only going to help him. That's what's up. And uh, yeah, it could, you know, kids don't always listen. Yeah. <laughs> like we try to tell y'all, don't cross the street, man, wait man. till the light turns red. Man, I they try I, to run through the cars. Well, yeah. I tell you, I was a you you know me. I was a knucklehead in my early twenties. Um, it was it was crazy. Uh, Titi Nelson, 
um, right around that time is where I kind of drew the line and I was like, okay, I need to, I need to start uh, wisening up because the route I'm taking is pretty, it's pretty bad. So, uh, yeah, wow, but today is dangerous too. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. And you know, with this platform, man, it, us coming out of a pandemic, like these kids, like they need this. They need to see successful what success looks like on all levels. You know what I mean? Like on local level, on the level you're on, like they need to see this. They need a sense of direction. They've been, I mean, my twins were in kindergarten when the whole lockdown happened. They Until this year, they never had a real regular year in school. And that's crazy to me because now they're in the third grade. And it's just, it goes it like, especially with, um, you know, you get, you give more free time for these kids to to be off track and not focusing in on something. Yeah. It's usually nothing good comes from that. So it's, um, you know, with this platform, man, all I can hope is just give give real life stories, give real life journeys, and then they 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 see that success is possible. Yeah. And and more than success, it's passion. You know, find something. It took me thirty three years. I found this, and you know. Um, I've been doing this a whole year. It's coming up on a year uh, at the end of this month, and it's you know it's been it's been rewarding hearing everyone journeys like yours or journeys like um, Barbella's this little shop out in um, on the south side of, of Milwaukee. Um, and uh, Drace, he's a musician. It's just hearing all these stories and just all different walks of life. But back to what I was saying, like. These kids, they need direction, especially yeah. now more than ever. No, we used to do something like back in the day, maybe, I don't know, it was probably 10 years ago, we used to do like St. Charles was a like a boy's home or mm-hmm. something here. And I don't know, we knew somebody that was affiliated with that. So they asked, I used to go there and, and try to speak to these kids, you know, because yeah. they're young, in trouble, and they're at a point where, yeah, they need to make some changes. Yeah. And probably they'd be like, man, who is this white dude? <laughs> Get out of here, you know, when I first come in there. But it's like, man, look, I... I maybe wasn't exactly there, but I was getting zero point zeros in school. And yeah. you know, once you change a few things, and we try to make a difference, you know. Yeah. But yeah, they, and that was then. It's probably worse today. Yeah. Um. I got I got four kids. The oldest just turned thirteen. That's Kenzie. Silas and Annalise are eight, and then I got Arlo. That's two. So all I can hope is that they just you know they do listen to the podcast. So I all I can hope is when they do. They they listen and I don't know about the eight year, but at least for my oldest, the thirteen year old, it's just I hope that she understands. Like, start focusing on stuff that you love. Like, I have her in uh, martial arts right now, and she does martial arts on Wednesday, Monday, Wednesdays, and then sparring and grappling on Saturdays. So it's just trying to keep her time consumed and doing what yeah, she got. Probably, do. yeah. What advice would you give to anybody aspiring to be a jeweler? Stay away. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) No, I'm just teasing. Um, You know, I would say try to get some experience, test it out, um, make sure that's what you like doing. Again, it's it's not the easiest starting out, but it is possible. And mainly it's just going to be customer service. So even if you're in some kind of sales, something that you're helping the customer, you know, just you got to be able to deal with people. 
And it just depends. Like Shaddy, he was in the car business, you know, before he worked here. But all those same skills kind of tie in together. Yeah. So whether you're selling cars or jewelry, computers, yeah. I mean, it's kind of all about helping the customer and knowing what you're doing. And really, you just find your passion, something that you like, you know, yeah. and then it makes everything that much easier. That's awesome. You know, and like I said, I, I, I've always looked up to you. I, I've just seen your business grow and it keeps growing. And it's, you know, just to know, like, I mean, that's what success is. It's it's your love for what you do. Yeah. And, you know, there I, I'm pretty sure for everyone, they have a different de definition of what success is. But, you know, you could totally see that you love what you do. You travel for what you do. You, you know what I mean? You get to know, know all t type of walks of life. And, that's, that, again, that's why I love doing this. It's like... It's a different world every time. Yeah. Me just stepping in and like and it's crazy some of the stories I've I've heard of people's journey and it just gets better. Um where do you see in the next 5 years? Yeah, I don't know, you know, I, people could talk about retirement. I just I don't really see it in the near future. Um like I say, I can pretty much do this from anywhere, so I don't know how we'll see how the kids shape up. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. They're going to um, carry the torch, bro. Yeah, we got, you know, our couple families. So, I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll we'll be able to be here for a while. Oh, you know, yeah. some of my young, youngest or my oldest, you know, he probably wants me to open up somewhere else in New York and do, do something oh, extra. Sure. But, you know, I don't know. We just like it here. Yeah, man. It's, it's a nice home base, safer, yeah. <laughs> less drama. You know, and you, you know the area. Yeah. I mean, I, I and... I, I, the one thing I love about Milwaukee is how small it is. Yeah. Because it really, when you, like, it's small, but it's big. Yeah. We were, I was talking to um, Ray Moore, a.k.a. Ray Shot It. He's a videographer. And we were talking about how small Milwaukee is. But if we, you know, came together, we could be as big as these cities, New York, Cali, you know, like Miami. Like, we have that volume. Look at the Bucks when they went to the championship. Everyone looked at the the Deer District like, damn, like Milwaukee gets lit, you know, yeah. like we're there, we're we're those guys. So, I mean, I love Milwaukee, and I can understand you saying, you know, you you could go somewhere, you could go anywhere you want, but it's kind of like this is this is home base. Yeah, I figure this is home. We like it here. We know it here. I mean, yeah, who knows? I could probably go to one of those places, and if if we did this well in milwaukee yeah could be that much better over there but yeah yeah we're cool here in the midwest man you got any events coming up i mean nothing special other than this wilder thing i'm gonna probably head to this weekend you excited <laughs> huh yeah it's nice that's what's up well man dude i appreciate you coming on anytime man and um you know i feel blessed i feel honored um and thank you for being a part of my journey because yeah, you're doing good, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to spread this positivity, love, unity, and just try to show direction. Um, and and hopefully, you know, through through stories like yours, you know, we get somewhere with it and it brings this city a little bit closer together. Sense of pride. So, again, I, I appreciate you, everyone. This is Harry Glimberg Jewelers. And if you don't know of it, now you do. So check them out. You got a you got an Instagram and you got yep. Harry the Jeweler. Um HarryGlimberg.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Anywhere. 
That's awesome. In the comments. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you. Oh, my um, pleasure, man. It's always love. I'm pretty sure I'll see you at the next uh, family gathering. There you go. Uh, but um, or thank one in Bucks game. Or one in Bucks game. <laughs> thank you for not forgetting me. I got you. <laughs> All right, Harry. Thank you, man. Uh, thank um, you. And this is Spearhead Conversations out, baby. <laughs>